Hi, this is High Priest of Konshu Ray, one of the hosts from Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. We're proud members of the collective, and you're listening to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Marvel Maniac to the podcast that's covering all your fresh start needs. I'm American sweetheart Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And I am Brandon Murray. And this is a Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast, episode number 19. Episode number 19, and here we are. It's it's September. It's Labor Day. Yeah. It's September 3rd, rabbits, rabbits, 2018. Rabbits. It's oh. a little late for that. And uh, <laughs> here we are here with the Marvel Comics podcast. We have a bunch of books tonight. I think I miscalculated last week when I said that we would shift some books to this week. Uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of books again this week, but if you want to go find us around the internets, we are at WS Marvel Comics on Twitter. We have a website that, while it is WeirdScienceDCComics.com, also has Marvel Mondays, where we review a bunch of Marvel comics. Me and Brandon uh, reviewed a handful today, including some retro ones. I did a retro review of the first appearance of She-Hulk and Iron Fist, but we also did some of the books that we're doing tonight. Uh, you can also go and find us on iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to this podcast. And if you want to rate and review us, we would love that. And I will also mention we have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science where we have a lot of other shows. And you can go support us for this podcast, our DC Comics podcast, or just to get a lot of other shows, including a pop culture show, a lot of other comic book shows that are both Marvel and DC related. So there's there's always something for somebody there, but we're going to jump into this week's me? books. Yeah, including you. You're, you're a right. member, so there you go. Uh, we're going to jump into the books, and we have a bunch tonight. We're going to start with one that we delayed from last week because it got delayed a month and a half, I think it was, total. <laughs> and I, I don't know what happened during this month and a half. I'm talking about Black Panther number three, written no. by Tenehisi Coates. Art by Daniel Kuna and V.C. Joe Sabina. It obviously wasn't trying to take some time to retool the story. I guess it was all art because the story did not well, do for anything. the first five issues or first five pages, it felt like it might have tried to do that and then yeah, gave up. And then gave up. Black Panther is back <laughs> after a long delay. And if you thought that extra time would make me like it more, you're going to be sadly mistaken. I still don't know what's going on in this book totally. And it all comes off as repetitive and boring to this guy. This guy with his thumbs. Yeah, you, you start off again. Your thumbs, huh? No, you start uh, I, I was off this the guy. Star Wars people could shed some light on no, things. It, it's less Star me. Wars now. It's not even Star Wars anymore. It's just nothing to me. I, I mean, it's just Star Trek. A, I know. It's just Black <laughs> Panther in space 
with not much explanation of what's going on. Like you said, it <laughs> and starts and off. Even, even, the, even the people in the book, it's like, you know that T'Challa of legend? You know, the one that means that, you know, the knife that goes where it belongs, that T'Challa? Yeah, I think this T'Challa might be that T'Challa. Okay, yeah. let's move on and not talk about it. Yeah, and, and right. with that, I, I like that part. You actually are seeing some things. Uh, you start with the first page. They must just decide. Tennessee Coach just like, okay. I know that we have to write like 21 pages, but I'm only going to write 20 because we will repeat this first page every issue. Yeah, they and switch will, like the one bottom panel. I, think. I, I just want you to know that this is a story of a man, a king who sought to be a hero, a hero. Uh, we've heard it all before. Really, I saw that at the beginning of Gladiator, for Christ's sakes. But here, you, you start off and you look like you are getting some info because you do have some talk with Niami, uh, you know, saying, hey, you know what? Uh, this is what happens. He's talking to Nakia and, uh, like, oh, you know, you, you know the legend of T'Challa, right? You've heard of him? The like, yeah, we, we the are the, the Wakandan Empire. Yeah. I mean, this is what they all worship. And like, I think that this T'Challa might be him. And like, uh, you know, everybody goes by the name T'Challa. It's the most common name. I mean, it's the John like Michael, Smith. Michael, basically, yeah, up there. It, it is. And they, they always hope that they'll be reincarnated of him. Well, they think that this is really T'Challa, which we would hope it is anyway. But yeah, otherwise, they, why are you telling me the story? And, I don't and, get but it. with that, they throw in this thing where T'Challa is even with Nakia, and they're they're rock climbing, and he's talking about these memories and these, you know, the memory shards and these things that the Empire seems to want to grab. That's how they control people. They control it by history and memories. So now. Oh, that's a really cool yes. idea if it wasn't in this book. And, and, even and, though, but even they, then, they, it's starting. It's starting to make it seem like you are leading to that. Maybe he got a hold of something like that. And, but what were you going to say? I just don't understand, you know, T'Challa, Black Panther, in this far-flung future with this whole, kind of like, you know, planet of Wakanda, or the, the empire of Wakanda. And even when we try to get to this point where it's all going to finally make sense, it doesn't come together. It's like, you know that guy that said he was, you know, T'Challa, and we all kind of laughed at him. So we threw, we put him through all these tests, and he overcame all of that. And then he was worshipped for a little, and then he went and died in an air raid. Well, what yeah. if he didn't die? And this guy is that T'Challa who may be the original T'Challa. Please tell me what you want for me out of yeah. this book, please. Like well, we're in the future. You can't do and, a and, test to find and out and if here's that what was he the says. same person. And, yeah, and here's what he says, though. He's like, listen, do you understand? He's talking to the kid. You understand what I'm saying? Your memories are knowledge. She's saying this to him. And the Empire yeah. doesn't destroy knowledge. They plunder it. And then he says like, so, And he says, So my memories, whoever I was before this, are in the hands of the Imperials to use as they wish. So he knows that He's not really what he really is and was. So what is this? What is going on with him? Has he been implanted with the memories of the original T'Challa? And that would explain a lot. That would explain why these things are happening. But the problem is, it seems like you're about to get an answer. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, we're being attacked. And we just forget about everything that we've just worked on. And we get attacked, and, get, and luckily, we get that we don't have a preemptive on this attack because of Black Panther's Black Panther vision. Yeah, yeah, he has the Black Panther. <laughs> and now we just have page after page of, of a fight yeah. for the rest of the issue. That I think and, they end up losing, right? I don't know. Well, they end know, up. The manifold up, shows up, and then the it's manifold over. shows up. <laughs> and again, the manifold, the manifold, another character that is a classic, you know, Marvel character that came about in Secret Warriors, and he is, uh, you know, an Aboriginal Australian, 
and he was part of the Avengers in the Marvel Now when they when they did that. So here's another guy just thrown out there. And so is this ending up that the uh you know the empire the government does get these people and kind of inject them with the memories but because some of these people just seem to be taking names not memories yeah. you know but i don't know about manifold he's looking like he may be a little more intense with how he's going about his stuff but basically what i get from this is that we have a interstellar cosplay going on, yep. and it's basically LARPing, and I want them to go yell magic missile in every panel. Magic missile! Magic Lightning missile! Bolt. Because that's Lightning all bolt. this is. That's all it is to me, is this idea. And the, the idea when it started, where you had this you know, far-flung interstellar empire, and we had a bunch of people with names that were specifically from... The Black Panther yeah. mythos and stuff. That started out very neat. I remember me and Eric, when we actually, when it clicked right away, it seemed like, oh my God, the, these names they're mentioning, these are all Black Panther names. Like, but we're, we're past now. I know it's only issue three, but <sighs> what we've gotten and how it goes, it seems like we've been reading this for 10 years and know, really does. we're not getting answers. So the cleverness of what the setup might have been is now completely lost to us. And, and I'm just left here. Just reading it dumbfounded and really just not enjoying it because I just can't even get a grip. And it doesn't even well, seem like a mystery. It just seems like something happening. And well, I, that's I, the thing is, like you said, the whole idea of the mystery not really being there. Like it really feels to me at this point like, you know, you have the whole idea where you have stories like right now, like I'm not right now, but a couple of years ago when we had the whole, you know, let's imagine Sherlock Holmes is a TV show set in the modern times, and that was a big thing. Yeah. Let's take that a bit further with Black Panther. Let's imagine the Black Panther story set in the far flung yeah. future in space. And, and, and then the, that's the problem it. with it is, though, is eventually we would guess that you got to wrap it back up and get back to the normal Black Panther book. But if it is this whole thing where they have memories and they're like, like they this do this. Like a six issue amount- many, right? Yeah, no. I don't know. That's the problem is I, no. I don't know how it's long ongoing. it's going to last. Yeah, it's an ongoing. I think he was la- joking. I'm, I'm uh, just saying – no, I'm saying it feels like that because oh, it, it feels like something not in the regular continuity yeah, that this would never feels last like back it would be, be a regular called, Black Panther story. Uh, Black Panther Reach for the Stars is what it <laughs> seems like it would be. And then if it was a six-issue mini, now we'd have complaints that we're almost done and don't know what's going on. But it just doesn't – because of what's going on and how Eric's even saying it, I'll go a little further. Because of that, it just doesn't seem to have any weight to it. It doesn't yeah. seem to be something that means anything going forward. Now, I will mention too, as we do these books, one of the things that I've noticed just personally of these Marvel books since we started doing this podcast is – they all do seem very insular to each other. You know, you, you have yeah. what's going on in Iron Man and that doesn't affect anything else. And then you have this it, – it's not – I don't see that integration as much as I thought there would be yet. But you can't have it with this. Okay, I'm waiting for next issue for just some guy to show up and like, hey, what's going on, Tony Stark? And then the, <laughs> yeah, hey there, Steve Rogers. I, I mean, really, there's nothing. Hey, look, and, it's the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and there's only three of them. It won't make sense. But by the end of this, <laughs> no, I mean, just think if it ends up, like, we had theories at the beginning that it might have been T'Challa in a simulation. 
It yeah. might have been. Yeah. That, if that's the case, then none of this matters. If it ends no. up being in the future where they have memories from the past and that the biggest thing is knowledge and the biggest thing are memories and that's how this will kind of – it still won't matter to me. It, no. it, it really is getting far away from me caring about this book. And in fact, I'll even go and lift the veil a little before even Eric got on tonight. Me and Brandon were talking about a couple books uh, that maybe we would stop talking about eventually. <sighs> and this was one of them. Brandon, Brandon was just like, why don't we do this? I may have mentioned a book that, that rhymes with Unisher. Uh, that I'm not really enjoying, but we'll give that a couple. What about Unisher? Afton America? And maybe, <laughs> well, that is Afton America, Erica, I think. And maybe, uh, uh, how can I do? Avengers. I almost did Avengers <laughs> as Avengers. No, I like Avengers. So, uh, so we're going to yeah. be doing like a bunch of man. books. But if it comes down to the idea of doing, say, a Donny Cates one shot, like, uh, you know, Venom, to this, yeah. I, I would go with Donny Cates. Or the upcoming uh, Carnage yeah. one I saw. Yeah, the that's what I'm for. saying. If it, <laughs> if it comes down to us having a week where we have nine books and one of them's Black Panther and another one's something we like, we may have to just kind of ditch because I'm not enjoying this at all. And I just don't, I just don't think don't it's going it to end up like I about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So what would your score be, Eric? Mine would be a four out of ten, mostly because I'm sitting at issue three of a delayed book with no idea what's going on except for the idea from this first five pages of Chai. You know, this T'Challa, maybe that T'Challa of legend. I'm like, but you're not going further with it. I have no idea why you'd even say that could be a why, possibility. Why interrupt for the it with a fight? Why interrupt yeah. when you are well, keeping not even a fight. You, you, you're then keeping go yeah, off. You're keeping uh, you know information from people and end up keeping it like it's almost like i always say are we going to get to the point where it's always you know what i think i am oh no we're under attack you know what i know that he's oh no more people it's, it's like the telos like that's almost something that would happen in space pulse you know what yeah. I mean? they'd play for a joke but it yeah. keeps happening in this yeah, issue just, you just don't or get this anything series. just the but series in general people, I, this is another one of these books there are books that we run into and this is one of them that it seems that this people, is Mr. Are, Miracle people are afraid yeah people are afraid to give it a bad bad grade because they think they'll look stupid well I'm going to look stupid I'm giving it a 4.5 I do like the art uh, the art it's is okay it's actually uh, growing on I me I think it looks really rushed this issue now, I I actually Towards like the, end the, of the art. Battle. Really, I, I actually like it. The art, the progression may be off a little. I actually like the way the art is for some reason, but still, I, we're talking a 4.5. Stop, yeah. Brandon. Get off my <laughs> case, toilet face. Jeez. What, what would you give it, Brandon? Yeah, well, I'm going to. I can't curse. I got to say something. Yeah, there you go. That's good enough. I got yes. the point. Uh, I I don't I just I don't find entertainment value and I'm going to give it a three. I don't like the oh art. I don't goodness. like the story. And this is just not a book I even look <laughs> forward to talking about. Like I hope you guys shed light on things for me that make things yeah, click. There's but no yeah, light. Like, I'm looking at this. It's got an eight on the roundup right now. The lowest is a six point five. I I do. I feel like a dummy for saying I don't admit. Uh, or I don't get it. Apparently, no, everyone you're, else you're does. But I, I'm, I'm a dummy. Then it's one so. of those that you, you can review a book, and if you don't like it, don't like it. You don't have to have other reasons why you're afraid not to. Uh, that's okay. my opinion. I, I don't like this book so much that I actually just read this at eight o'clock because I had finished all the books hours and hours ago. First thing in the morning, I all about you know yeah, reading really? the Marvel books. You, you asked, me, you asked me at like two in the afternoon. Are we doing Venom? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I had no idea long. about Black Panther though. 
Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah, and by the way, if you do want to yell at Brandon, uh, message Brandon, not me. At, at, at Beamer. <laughs> at Beamer. Uh, is 360. Yes, he can take the heat. I, I have to end up pushing people towards you uh, when they give the heat because it's all Brandon. Yeah. He's the negativity. Yeah, is, I mean, listen, I, I'm the one that's been dealing with this Marvel nonsense yeah. a little longer than you guys. Well, so I here's have a, the thing: a, a lower tolerance. People level, can go over to our DC podcast and see me and Eric. You know, we're a fountain of, of positivity over oh, there. Oh my! Oh yes. Well, we're going to go to the next book, which I am positive on, and is one of the books that I really enjoy. And Brandon, I think you have the blurb for that, right? Yeah, I thought I thought you were playing a joke on me this afternoon when you asked me to write this blurb. No, but I told I you write the blurb. I did it anyway. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> writer is Mariko Tamaki. Uh, artist is Juan Cabal, Nolan Woodward, and VCs Corey Pettit on letters. Uh, the Cuckoos are even crazier than Cocoa Puffs lately and have betrayed the X-Men and kidnapped Gabby, all in an effort to keep their remaining clone sister alive, I think. Uh, this book has been hard to follow so far, so far, and this issue continues that trend. How dare and, you? While also not moving the story forward very far either, if you ask me. That's so, true. Uh, I know I'm the resident Gabby hater uh, of this podcast, but I have a feeling some of you guys might be coming my way with the way this issue rolls. Well, here's uh, the deal. So yeah, let's get into it. Here. I'll tell you, if Gabby gets killed in this, I, I I will kill somebody, and it might be. That's actually what I said. I got done this like I know this is called X twenty three and not Honey Badger, but there's no way that Honey Badger could die in this, right? Uh, yeah. Every time you well, say well, Honey I Badger, I don't not like this issue because she's in it. You know, yeah. there she's barely in this issue at all. Yeah. If, if you ask and me, she's but great when she just, is. Well, here's it's the deal, such though. It's a weird book. You realize every time you say Honey Badger, uh, Brandon loses two years of his life uh, from that. Uh, so I'll keep saying <laughs> it. But no, the, the thing about yeah, this is me, me and uh, me and Eric like this book a lot, and I like this issue. I, I actually – and I agree with you. It doesn't go forward very far in this. But I think but, we get a good – a big reveal for what's going on in this story that I actually think pushes the thing from – the whole idea of Laura going after Gabby, it goes on a little bit too long. But for that big reveal at the end of how we're going to actually bring the cuckoos back and why we're doing yeah. all this, I'm like, you know what? I can, I can get behind this. Yeah, and, and with that, I really do enjoy that beginning because you do have Laura. And, and in the meantime, you do have this little throwaway line that has been spelled out is Laura saying why she's going back to that X-23 name. And I know it ended up being a big deal, and I'm reading it, waiting for this, and and it was just kind of thrown out there. But it does kind of go back to the roots of the all-new Wolverine series that Tom Taylor did with the idea of her going around and trying to stop all this nonsense, how Laura is going now again. And like, you know, this has got to end. But by the end... I was upset because I'm like, they couldn't kill Gabby, right? They're not no, going to kill her. But if She's they do, if they do, the way that they have set this up, especially if you've read All New Wolverine as well, but even Eric hasn't, and he, I, he'll agree. I don't know what Laura will do if she ends up finding out Gabby's dead. I think that she will kill everybody. She will kill everybody. And, and for me, that shows me how much I am invested in this. No, with, I'll and read by that the book. end, well, by the end, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, you better not kill her. She is and, already uh, not even the mad. idea of killing her, but the whole idea where you know we have all of these Wolverine clones. A lot of people hate it, and you know they hate the fact that you know like you know Gabby's a clone yeah, of one yeah. and stuff like that. And like if you took that clone of Wolverine and made it an evil telepath freaking cuckoo, yeah, clone, yeah, like, yeah you know, it's just going to be trouble. 
That is a cool kind of concept to take it that character and try to, to whittle Gabby. things down. I don't want yeah. it to be Gabby. Now, at the yeah. beginning, I, I really, really like this progression. I know that Brandon's saying that he hates it. I really enjoy that Laura is chasing down the cuckoo's van. She's jumping around. She's using all of her abilities. She ends up, you know, clawing into this van. And we find out that that's all been the cuckoos have been screwing with her the whole time. And that was at least a great reveal there just because I'm reading this. I'm like, why don't you just mess with her mind to throw her off the van? I'm like, use your power. And then all the whole – Okay, you did. And I'm so sorry for judging you. And just the idea that at the time where Laura is in the, you know, opening up that van and seeing just beer and magazines, and in the meantime, it's a split thing of one, two, three, four, five, six split panels there, also showing the cuckoos going into their van, getting Gabby out, is so good to me. I, I, yeah. I'm telling you, that panel was just so good, that page. And and I liked it. And I liked the idea that, yeah, through the whole thing, I'm like, why aren't they using her abilities? And then I thought maybe it was something where she was already aware of it. Like, I don't know that much about the cuckoos. And then it made so much sense. And I just like the idea that Laura is – she's, <laughs> she's a bad butt in this one. I can't curse. She's she? a bad butt. Yeah. But. Where she goes to that guy and just says, I owe you a fan. He's like, oh, thanks. And she just starts hitchhiking. No. She is yeah, ready that's to go. The, that's the part I like. She yeah. hitchhiking And in the, the meantime, the through this whole caused. thing, she keeps sitting to her, saying to herself, Gabby, hit your tracker. You have your tracker. Hit it, please. I have to know where you are. And uh, she, you know, at this point she hasn't hit it, but she goes back to talk to Dr. Marks. Laura does. And she goes, and Dr. Marks is there listening to Daft Punk and uh, is oblivious to anything she's doing. The cuckoos have screwed with her, too. She thinks that she's still in her lab. She kind of wakes up. They realize that what she has been doing is doing research on how to graft clones into each other. Instead of trying Trying to grow a new clone, you can graft one, kind of use one as a host, and that's what yeah, the cuckoos are doing. You're going to graft their memories and consciousness yeah. onto another person, and the only thing that has been able to, like you know, allow this to happen is a Wolverine clone with that healing factor. Yep, and basically. Laura realized what's going on, and that's where she's like, "Come on!" And this is where Gabby is trying to hit her tracker. She's, come on, gadget powers and stuff. And I'm like, I love her. I I, I, I I don't care what you say. I love her. And I really don't understand that you can have a little daughter and not like Gabby. She is like, (laughs) I think of her as my daughter now. And and I love her. And this is where Laura freaks out and goes to Dr. Marks and says, I took an oath to make sure nothing like what my sisters and I went through happens again. I took a name I hate. So you know your end. The end of this work came at the hands of your creation and she's basically saying if if gabby dies you're you're dead i'm gonna come back and i am gonna kill you and that's when the gabby's you know she hits the tracker and it goes on the only thing that i thought would have made this issue better actually would have been or one of the things would have been that when you see that go off that's when i wanted laura to just go and, and just start sprinting to where it's a little too – like she takes her time then. She's going to go, but she needs a friend. In the meantime, Gabby 
again, it's just awesome because she knows that the, they have tied her up. They've done all these things, and, and she's just so Calm nice power. to them. Yeah. Did you get your Where'd birthday? You guys get your Did you birthday? get your cake? See, the, Did you get the ice part cream? where it was driving me crazy. It's got I love it. thing that will not die is driving I, I, me I, The only reason crazy. I love it is it shows you. Keeping her cool in the face of danger is so just, cool, and though. Just, and just see, sitting there and saying, like, hey, uh, you know, did you guys drug me? I feel kind of druggy. And I say no to drugs. I don't like those. And how was your birthday? Da, da, da. And she's going on and on about just nonsense, right, Brandon? You hate the nonsense. When she then says, so what, what's going on? And I'm like, ooh, now there's trouble. Because <laughs> that, but it, we, we haven't seen as much of Gabby in this series of See, how yeah, much butt she kicks to. A little bad butt. Here. Yeah, I mean, you know she is going to be a bad butt. The, that's the thing. This is it, the part I wanted to see that. And yes. she just kind of goes along. Well, and I, I think that they're setting it. this up completely with that. But Laura ends up calling Angel. And that is the setup. That That is something that was in the all new Wolverine. They dated okay, all this stuff. I'd like stuff. to see more about that there. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was all through that. Yeah, they dated. That was all through even the all new Wolverine book and where that's he would young show up. Angel. That's not, that's, um, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah I could tell by the wings. Bad and extermination. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have him there, and uh, she they're going towards where Gabby is, and this is bad butt Laura again, X-23, where he's like, where should I drop you down? Right here. And she just goes and crashes through right as the cuckoos are going to use, you know, pretty oh. much a Freaky Friday uh, deal <laughs> here. I, I get that maybe we'll even get one of Eric's big deals like the fly. Like maybe something will happen halfway through, but I, I don't know. I don't know what goes oh, from that, here. Imagine that though. If something does go like chronic, not only do you have a Wolverine clone, but you have something that's kind of messed up where now she has telepathy powers. Yeah, well, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, I just would. don't think that it's going to work where, you know, uh, you have one of the cuckoos, you know, move that moldy cuckoo move into uh, Gabby's body and Gabby move into the cuckoo's body. I think it's more of like, all right, uh, you know we're gonna oh, and soup, we're gonna overthrow the Gabby yeah. persona completely. We're gonna have to see this- what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, in the meantime, you are still pushing that one cuckoo as being feels bad. Oh yeah. About Even it. when they open up that crate where like you know uh, Gabby's yeah. inside and they Looks- say, "Hey, did you get anything good for your birthday?" You can see the look on her face that she does not yeah. want to be. And a it's part really of this. good that way that art. She she kind of is very sad about it yeah. and then as it goes on even then Gabby even says because the one cuckoo says I'm sorry and then Gabby says you guys are lacking in clone solidarity you know that and it's almost <laughs> like I don't know if that's that you know Gabby is throwing shade at the one cuckoo that may help her you're not you know you're not well, down not with these other cuckoos here it made that, me laugh. When she looks over and realizes, you know, there's a moldy cuckoo sitting next to her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was kind of rude. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, the oh. mouth earlier. And, and then even says, like, oh, my God, the- <laughs> there's only four of you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's moldy. Oh, no. But, yeah, I, I really like it. I love this series. I, this is going to be the book that probably will continue being the biggest gap between uh, – between uh, scores between me and yeah. Eric and Brandon because I'm giving this a nine out of ten. I really like it because at the end Laura ends up showing up and that the, the basically the cliffhanger is the switch is pulled and Laura's yelling to stop and uh, I loved it. I, I I had fun reading it. I love Gabby and just the idea that something may happen to Gabby infuriates me. So I I want to read it. I hope that the next issue comes out Don't tomorrow. Don't my Gabby. Yeah, I love Gabby. So I give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, how about you, Brandon, before we go to uh, Eric? Yeah, we're, we're going to sandwich buying in between both the years yep. here. Yep. I'm going to go with the five. Uh, oh I liked about goodness. half of the issue. It's not an, it's not the classic, you know, reason for five. It's just a, 
a straight up five. Um, I, I, like I said, I didn't think a lot happened. Uh, we, we just ended where we started last issue with the cuckoos, uh, with Gabby and, uh, you know, I want to see something happen. Like I wanted to see Gabby, you know, defend herself or do something instead of just joking around the whole time. Like she has that ability in her yeah. and she just is kind of playing helpless right now. So, uh, it just wasn't very entertaining to me. I didn't get the kicks out of it. And I don't oh, you feel like stinker. She's, she's that threatened. At just the look same at Gabby. Like, I look at think, Gabby. I don't look. think she's, she's going to be mind swapped. I don't, I don't feel like, yep. uh, anything bad will happen to her. Oh, so they that's better right. not hurry. I'm going to come calling you. Just look at Gabby and listen to her. Can't you just, you can imagine her saying that. So cute. Such a cute yeah. little, such th- a cute I think, little killer. I think the fact that I have to put my daughter to bed before reading Gabby comics really has an impact on my school. It does, probably, yeah. You should yeah. like it's it. You should be like, you know what? <laughs> I wish that Gabby was my second daughter. You should say. How <laughs> dare you? What about you, Eric? I'm with Brandon where not a lot of stuff goes down in this issue, but we do get enough to really satisfy you out what's been like, you know, your whole thing with the way we've been going with the story to try, like, you know, the idea of the conscious swap, you know. That is a big reveal, and so, you know, we have a lot of peril put on top of that with the idea that's going to happen to Gabby. A little bit of it was a little bit, you know, boring at times with Laura trying to catch up to where Gabby was, but I still had a good time overall, and I just love Gabby so much. I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art. I go with the idea with a lot of these books that I go with the emotions that I have, and yeah, the story doesn't go that forward. But by the end, I was all worked up. I was, I was mad. I was upset. So I'm going fully with that. I'm going as an You're emotional story. Of emotions, I was, and and I'll <laughs> read some other issues where a ton of stuff happens, but I, I'm never invested. So the the investment that I have in both of these characters, going back to all new Wolverine, is what gets me in this, and I have a connection with these characters more than most books at DC or more Marvel. More than your own children. And they're going to school tomorrow. I don't even know what the <laughs> heck's going on. I know that at one point Logan couldn't find his phone, and if he didn't find his phone, Tanya threatened that she was going to walk him to the bus stop, and he's in the middle school now, and you you don't need your mom <laughs> walking you to the bus stop. Well, uh, he don't need his phone for school anyway, so well, that's here's fine. the thing though uh i actually thought tanya had set things up and and hit it because she wanted to walk him because she's been saying because logan (laughs) logan is a lot more smaller than the rest of the kids in our family and i think that she and he's the the last he's the baby so baby uh so i thought she hit it and when he found it he did find it she looks so sad that i had to call him to the to the middle room here that i record in and i said listen just tell Tell your mom that you want her to walk you to the alley. And the alley is like just a, a block down. He has to go two more blocks after that. And he told her that. And she was so happy. She mom, that he we have it. ourselves an alley relationship yeah. right now. Yeah, so I can't yeah. have you go anywhere beyond that. Alley property. That's what she just yelled. All of a sudden, <laughs> they're there. Alley property. Your name isn't on it. He starts yelling. I didn't know what was okay. going on then. Then in the middle of all this, Rafe comes in. Hey, can I get an early birthday present? You know, the birthday that oh, yeah. happens in February. Yeah, guess oh, what yeah. it was? A Josh <laughs> Gordon jersey. He's now yeah. going to have three yeah. Cleveland Browns jerseys. Uh, people don't know. We live right outside of Philadelphia. You know, Super Bowl champs. The Eagles, and now that, that's all he keeps telling me. I'm going to watch every Browns game. I'm like, what happened to you? What did Lord Andy get to you? <laughs> what the heck happened? But we're going to go off now to I'm some good. news, a very short news segment with Double A-Ron, and then me and Brandon will be back to talk Century. 
This is Aaron Anderson with your Marvel Comics news for the first week in September. It's a light week for news, and I have one story from last week that I forgot to mention, and one from this week, and a couple of Marvel creators that have passed on. First up, Riri Williams gets an ongoing title written by Eve Ewing and drawn by Kevin LaBranda. The ongoing series is titled Riri Williams Ironheart. It will be released this November. Next up, Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a relaunch in the new year with a new creative team and a shakeup on the team roster. A press copy of Thanos Legacy No. 1 was sent out and it was an early announcement of Donnie Cates and Jeff Shaw being the new creative team starting in January 2019. In the text at the end of the issue it is stated that they will reveal the hashtag who are the guardians followed by a two-page spread of 35 Marvel Cosmic characters. So I guess Donnie Cates gets another title. So hopefully Donnie Cates doesn't get overwhelmed because uh, he's all over the place right now. He's, he's doing stuff over at Marvel Knights. He's doing Venom. He's Cosmic Ghost Rider's going to be ending soon, so he's got that off the table. But I mean, there is a lot of... Uh, irons he's keeping roasting in the fire right now and he needs to probably take it a little easy he can't write everything all at once sad news of the night marie severin at 89 years old she she passed away uh she co-created spider woman she had multiple strokes and just sadly passed and uh gary friedrich he died also this past week at the age of 75 he co-created ghost Rider. big names out there and uh there's probably going to be more coming in the years to come sadly to say and uh that is your marvel comics news for this week back to the guys all right it's time for the minis and this week the mini that we're talking about is last week's century number three we mentioned last week that we were going to shift that towards this episode i don't know i thought that this was going to have like three books this episode and then out of nowhere well we added (laughs) web of venom Venom, uh you know and extermination extermination. ended up coming out yeah yeah yeah. i i think that i miss uh misled us into thinking that we're going to have a shorter podcast but we're here to talk about century number three written by jeff Lemire art by Kim Jacinto or Jacinto Joshua Casera. Sentry continues by going back in time to show how Billy's plan came to fruition. I really wanted to see more of what was going on now after last issue's cliffhanger, but this sets the story up nicely and makes me look forward to the next one even more. And yeah, this is the thing. If this was an ongoing, uh, I would have thought to myself, and even so, this one kind of seems like it's it plays out a lot like filler because we're yeah. already past this point, but I actually like seeing it. I actually like the interaction uh, between – fills in any blank or oh, yeah. thing you were assuming coming into this issue. Yep. It's a pretty cool deal with uh, with Cranio there, and uh, I, I like seeing him. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, if so. anything, that was the reason I, yeah. I enjoyed it at least uh, a little bit because I knew nothing about Cranio either. And, no. and his, like, when you look him up on the internet, it is very limited. Yeah, it's, it's very limited. It's hard to get much for, for yeah. Yeah, so it's cool here because Billy goes up and says basically, hey, uh, 
how's it going there? Carino's working as a guy who runs a parking garage. He's a parking garage attendant. I mean, he doesn't own it. He's just working there. And he goes up and he's like, hey, you know, $12 an hour, 30 for the day. And he's like, no, no, no. I I don't want to get any parking. I want to talk to you. And he recognizes him like, Scout, what the hell are you doing here? I don't want any trouble. Obviously, he has been, you know, he's been to jail. He got out for good behavior. And the thing that he's going to get in this and what you're going to get Billy kind of really throw at him is, is this guy's a genius and he's working as a guy who runs a, you know, a booth at a parking garage. And so he's going to play that up with him. And like you said, I don't know anything about cranial. So it, it's yeah, pretty cool because then you, you even get the point when he's like, man, you were so smart, whatever. And cranial's like, well, you know, those brains, they were, they were just orangutan brains. I just had them in from <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because like did, did you go back then to look at the art with him the page before? Because you do see the three yeah, brains the three there. Brains on yeah. top of- each other and in like so a giant tube on top and, of his head. And Jeff Lemire does a great job with it. The dialogue in this, even though a lot of it is them just sitting there talking, is so good because then Billy gross. And he's like, hey, it was my brand. I, you know, that's how I, I rolled. But he basically says, listen, th- there's a thing going on here. Sentry, he's allowed, Bob's allowed to go and be Sentry. He's going and fighting our battles over and over. You're his biggest nemesis. I'm his sidekick. Look at us. I don't even have an arm. You're there in this awful life and this sucks. He gets to every night go off and have fun as Sentry while we grow old and wither away. And Both have crappy lives. Yeah, yeah they like just he, have real crappy lives. We have nothing. Yeah, yeah, so he says to him, like, how about it? How about we go and mess things up a little? And he's like, you know what? I, I couldn't even begin to try to do that. I never could figure out how to stop him. And this is Cranio. And because of Bob Sentry's, you know, mentor. And the, well, it turns out that Billy has his notes. He, he has Cornelius's personal notes that yeah. will be able to really turn the tables. And this is what gets Cranial like, oh my God, really? All right, let me go get my stuff. And he gets stashed he's away. He's basically got the Sentry serum in, yeah, in this journal. Yeah. He, he and, and that's what he wants to do. Out. And Billy wants to end up, he wants to become Sentry. We already know this. And he's, you know, playing with Cranio's idea of let's get done this crappy life and have some fun so you do go through this whole deal you you go through a pretty crazy uh set uh, of panels in this one page which shows you where billy was just so against Bob, but showing as Cranio's making the serum and as Billy keeps going and working with Bob. And when, you know, when we first started this out, they still seem like best friends. Well, we know that they're not, but this really yeah, shows it. This shows it. Billy oh my god, yeah. Act. He's putting on <laughs> such an act and to the point where he's like, I could barely even stand to see this guy, but I knew that, you know, I was gonna get him. Uh, Cranial goes and gets his stuff out of storage. It's funny, as this big, cr- uh, uh, you know, big, uh, uh, helmet with a clear thing with the brain yeah. in it. And not that, not right. quite as golden age no. type crown, but. It's still funny, and Billy's like, I thought that that didn't do anything. He's like, no, no, the brain is fake, but this stuff does amplify my my powers here. And he gets the serum, he's working on it. They do end up going and showing you when Billy ends up breaking in 
to Bob's apartment uh, and gets the device, which, of, of course, I forget what it was called now as we're talking yeah. about it. The, uh, the conflector. The conflector, yes. He grabs yeah. the conflector, takes it back, and they're basically like, watch all right. that word. It's an edited yeah, podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> and they go, and it's basically like, we got all the tools. We can do this. And um, they they end up doing it. And then you get a kind of a shattered glass-type panel page, a full spread that shows yeah, like that. everything that kind of led up to this, including Cranio in the, uh, you know, in the century verse, uh, getting rid of centrists. But also he came out and said, Bob's in there. Something's yeah. wrong. I saw him in there. And he's scared. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, like something me. is wrong. And he doesn't want to I, – I get in my mind he's just like – I don't want to go back to jail. I don't want to be stopped. We've gone too far. And that's where Billy's like, no, no, no. Give me the serum. I'm going to inject it right now. And and even Cranio's like, no, no, you can't do that yet. We we don't have it tested. We don't know what's going to go. And the big thing is Billy saying, you know what? Dying right here is better than living in in this life. You know, I'd rather try to get this done. And then he gets it. And at the end, turns into Sentry. It looks like like almost exactly the way that Sentry kind of ended the last issue with Tony Stark, where you had him like, you know, I'm Sentry now. And then you see in the next deal, it looks like Sentry versus Sentry. Sentry 1 versus Sentry 2, yeah. And I I really liked it. I I had fun with it, and I I enjoyed it. Now, the weird thing about it is, now, it is a week after it came out. Why does it seem to me like we haven't read this book in like three months? I know, it, it really, really does. felt like it, it was a really I long think the time. The first two came out so quick, right? Yeah, after I think each so. Other. And it must have been was, more does than this I thought. Lot, where they released they rushed a them new out. book. Yeah, one right after another. And then the third one comes out only once that month and towards the end of that month. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes even. Yeah. And you're like, man, this has been like three months since yeah. I've read this it, it book. It seemed like but, it. And, and when I was reading it, Kind of, you know, remembering what happened in that last issue, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, there was Tony Stark. They were underground. Uh, you know, Sentry Bob ended up in the Sentry kind of Sentry verse there, and yeah. Sentry was the only one left. Well, that, and, that was the funny thing. I think Cranio freaks out there because yeah. he put it together quicker than yeah. Bob, and not that Bob even cares, but yeah. um, he's like, uh, I know that. You know, Sentry is now in that brain universe, and yep. and or, or Bob is. Bob is and, so that um, means Sentry must Sentry's be here. out here. Yeah. I want nothing to do with. And this also, thing. they even talked about. I mean, it's not like you, you have you have Cranio, who's a villain. But he also knows the stakes because at the beginning he even said to Billy, no, no, you can't be Sentry or the Void will come. The the Avengers aren't going to let him do this. He's right. But that's where Billy spells out, no, no, there's this side pocket universe they're doing. And yeah, I think Cranio has realized, oh, no, it's gone wrong and and there's trouble. The only thing that that kind of seems weird with this is – the cliffhanger we had where Cranio was just looked like he was a vegetable. Remember when yeah. he was just sitting there? Maybe I know, that, now he's all fine. Yeah, now he's fine. I'm waiting. I was maybe waiting was to get like to that. Drug. He was yeah, in the or zone maybe or he was something. just like so excited he was drooling, but it yeah. really seemed like he was a Orgasmic? vegetable. And we, I mean, both of us thought that. Billy had gone and gotten Cranio and kind of had, you know, made him so that yeah. he's just a vegetable in this deal, and that's not the case. But maybe we'll see 
some more flashbacks that lead up to that, but that should have been right now. I would have yeah. thought. But yeah, this issue especially where yeah. it caught us up and kind of recapped the yeah. first two. So, and, and just because this is Marvel and we're used to six issue minis, we only have two more issues left. So, so they, they better tie up some stuff here. And it seems, uh, the news this week seemed to point that this will end at five, which I we, so too. which we ended up saying at. before. Yeah. We said that right away. If you remember uh, during the first issue, we actually got a hold of Jeff Lemire and asked him if this was an ongoing or a mini because we didn't know if we were supposed to, me and you, talk about it or we're if it was kind of Eric into it. Yeah, yeah, because it came out seeming like it was an ongoing, but specifically said part one of five. So we ended up getting a hold of him and he said, well, I'm going to be on it for five, then I'm off. I don't know what's going on past that. I think that they're just going to end it. And it's been real good. So it, I think it's they're playing coy because they had the big name, but didn't want to specifically yeah. state mini because they think yeah, it because maybe people won't may sell not as well. sell. Yeah, or yeah. people will not buy it or wait for the trade. So they wanted to kind of. You're, you're right. You're 100 percent right. They wanted to kind of dupe people into buying it before they realize that it was just a mini. But with that, I'm going to give this issue an eight out of ten. It's a little lower than what I've given before. I, I think I went as high as a nine. One of the issues because this is one of the the books I really, really enjoy. Now, we usually do this with Multiple Men. That that was coming out at the same time as that. I definitely like this more than Multiple Men. Yeah, way and, more. And uh, where yeah. Multiple Men has really fallen off for us. I, I think that this is still good, though. This is the you know third issue of five, and it, it kind of does kind of spin its wheels a little to show us, but it does yeah, fill in some blanks to get us to know the characters, especially Cranio, so I like that. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a seven. I mean, I enjoyed it a little less than the previous ones, and it was a lot of recap, but it was inter- It was done interesting. And uh, by the end of it, you you are all set up for a big fight next issue, and and the stakes are high, and, yeah. and I'm interested to see how it all goes down and and kind of wraps up in the next two. Yeah, ultimately, and uh, you know, this is definitely something. If if you know nothing about Century, you can jump in and and have some fun yeah. with and. Maybe become yeah. a fan of the character I mean, when it's all said and done. Especially because it's not just about Sentry. Uh, it's yeah. about Sentry. It's about Billy. Now it's Cranio's involved in all the stuff uh, around yeah. Sentry. And even Bob and more than issues. Sentry. Like he's done a good job of building yeah. that world yeah, I really up just like a it. little bit. Yeah, you know? I really, really like it. But we're going to move on now and get back to the regular books with Eric. All right, we're back. Hey, Eric, you're back. How, how'd you like? How'd you like that century? Pretty cool, right? Pretty cool indeed. Yeah, you'll never read it, but we're here it's, to continue. It's underneath on. Scarlet Spider in his stack. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it's right there. I love, remember that? I'm gonna get to what he told us. Yeah, here we go. I we're, really do enjoy Ben Riley, though. The idea was fresh that I would get into it. There's just so many comics. That is true. And this is one of them. Here we go. Uh, this actually, because of the way things go with the Marvel stuff, I'm not as in tune with things. So I wasn't aware that this was going to come out until last week when we said, oh, my God, Web of Venom Venom or Venom is coming out, which is funny, too, because I, I pronounced it different ways and then actually said to Eric in the middle of the week, I, I think I get it now. <laughs> it's Venom <laughs> in no Vietnam. Idea. Oh, my goodness. We, we've uh, talked about this uh, for weeks. Well, we haven't. 
because I didn't know anything about it until last week. So there was no way I talked about it. Yeah, because we, every time we talked about, about it. Yeah, and I, I didn't know anything it. about it. I thought we talked about first host. I didn't even know. And also, this is just a one shot. I thought that that book that no was going to be about Rex was going to be an ongoing series. So I didn't think this was it. But it is, and this is a one-shot, and that's another thing. Like I said, I had no idea that we're going to go. This Web of Venom is just going to be a series of one-shots, which the next one, like they say at the end, is going to be a carnage issue. So that will be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah. this is Web of Venom, Venom number one, written by Danny or Donnie Coates. Kate's. I don't know what I'm saying now. Yeah, edit this. Where, where's Jess? Edit I need Jess. <laughs> Here we go. Edit that out. Edit that out, <laughs> she says. Art by Juanan Ramirez. When on Ramirez, this one shot is for readers of the regular Venom book, and if you are one of those, I hope you enjoyed this issue as much as I did. It's Wolverine and sort of Nick Fury in the jungles of Vietnam, but really, it's Predator. A Predator with symbiotes, and they're hanging around with a few hours to kill. And yeah, I was waiting for somebody to say they have no time to bleed, uh, because that's what it kind of <laughs> ends up being. This will make you a sexual tyrannosaurus. Yeah, oh, and the, the thing about this <laughs> issue that I really like, and where I think that uh, Donny Cates is playing a game that not many play, we know what's going on. We know yeah. that Rex is eventually just the symbiote. We yeah. know that him... But the way it plays out is still gripping. It's still, at a point, you're not sure, like, is he that now? Is he that later? Is he that? We find out at the end when the nuke or whatever it does go off, that was basically when the symbiote must have, you know, went with him and didn't save him, ended up kind of becoming him at that point. But the idea that all of this that we're going to see, there's not that many surprises because we know the actual, there's the twist that we already know. And yet he makes an issue that is really good. And this the guy twist to me was that Wolverine was yeah, the star of this, which made me fall in love with it yeah. even more. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. He goes and does other twists because we know the major storyline twist of this is at the end. Rex ends up not being Rex, but the symbiote assuming his identity. It- it's so weird, though, because even the idea where, you know, Rex comes back up this nuke that goes around and, like, you know, blows like, everything to heck. When Rex comes back, all right, we've done your physical, we've done your blood work, and you're fine and stuff like that. I'm like, how does a symbiote pull that I off guess when there's that he no pulls real it off. host left? I don't know that we've – I don't know much with Venom. I Good don't question. know that we've ever seen that. that. Where Venom, where would there ever be that Eddie Brock? Because there's still him. I don't think we've ever seen a symbiote kind of assume an identity, obviously, but then go through testing and things like that. I think we're just seeing more abilities with that. But we do see that the symbiotes were part of the Sim Soldier program and they were sent right. to Vietnam to end things. And of course, things like this never go right. Yeah, they went and they end wrong. up, yeah. So Shield and Nick Fury they have went to clean all it up. crazy, like yeah, we saw previously that, with the swirly eyes and this like, yeah. you know, not only did they achieve their mission, they went and killed all the American they soldiers killed everybody. in the proximity, and too. And with that, they we see how they were made. They were made with the dragon. They ended up getting the dragon the out. Dragons. Yeah, the dragons. They ended up getting the, the dragon out, the Grendel, and took parts of his DNA, tested it on mice. The mice went horrifically wrong, but yet they still yes, they went do. forward. They still went forward with the whole program. Yes, we actually, do. Yeah, we actually <laughs> see Rex getting the symbiote introduced to him, codenamed Tyrannosaurus, Eric, a sexual Tyrannosaurus. There you go. uh, You think these were Horatio negative one and two? Maybe. Yeah, I think they might be just like that. 
You I'm, test I'm, on mice, and then you immediately just test on humans because no matter what happens, that's always what happens now, next. There, why do you even start with mice? It always yeah. goes to the human stage. Yeah, well, they yeah, never really. wait long enough to see the mice usually die, but they see well, them this, die they here, waited. and they just don't care. Uh. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> They're still going forward. Now, while this is going on, it's classic Nick Fury's talking to – and this is in the past. This is 1966. So they're, he's talking to somebody. He's like, listen, we want to get this done. we got to clean this up. And you have this guy like, huh, you know, you, you shouldn't have went with the human subjects. Ah, you know what? We went with it anyway. we got this Rex Strickland who we know. And right there, when you're introduced to that, you're like – Okay, well, stuff's going to go wrong because we know what happens with him. Uh, but the roundabout deal and the big reveal is that Nick Fury's like, listen, we want you to do this. We were hoping we could go with your sense of patriotism. And then all of a sudden, nice, di- no dice, bub. I'm Canadian. And it's Wolverine. I thought that is so great, especially yeah, with the way he can play with this. me right out. I saved yeah. this issue for last for a reason. I thought I might enjoy it best, you know, just a hunch. And then when I saw this, I was like, yeah, yeah. good hunch. And it's so cool Pat at this point because, you know, we're waiting for Wolverine to fully come back so he can play with it though because it's 1966 did it feel weird to anybody that you didn't see any claws though in this entire issue yeah yeah it, yeah, it did it was a little weird yeah it is a little weird that you don't but he's he's kind of i i don't know what he you know he's there as a tracker maybe you have to pay him a little extra for claws i think uh, he was trying to also keep it under wraps because rex is like you know what the hell are you after he takes the yeah. um you know takes him yeah, and takes the brunt of that, that explosion yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when they go, though, uh, they end up going and they have to track these things through the jungle. And like I said, it's just like Predator to me. They're explained like they're going through. They are leaving a trail of mass destruction. But there's also a Suicide Squad thing kind so, of in so there Nick as Fury's well. So Carl Weathers and Wolverine yeah. is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And even the fact that Rex's code name is Tyrannosaurus. I, I don't think it's that, that it, it's kind of a wink-wink. And they go. <laughs> and as they're going on there, uh, Nick says, listen – there's this thing we do have. We can blow up their heads. We have Suicide Squad-like brain bombs bombs, in their necks. And Donny Cates explains it well, where Wolverine says, why are we here then? Why why did we try? Just press the button. And he's like, well, we can't, because these things, they do find hosts. If they're among the enemy... They're going to be it, and now we're going to fight them. They're, you know, I don't know why he'd think that they care what you know side they're on. They would still just go get them anyway. Yeah, they, they just they don't, kill everything. Yeah, they don't yeah, seem to take matter. sides. And in fact, if the symbiotes did get a host amongst you know some bad guys, they'd probably kill them all anyway. But yeah, that would be good. They have dug out. Just they have <laughs> dug out the brain bombs anyway. Wolverine finds the one, and they're like, "Okay, there's no brain bombs." And that's when Rex comes flying in. He he's a smart guy. He knows what's going on. He has a flamethrower. Obviously, you know that the symbiotes well, yeah, are not going to go with that. The first Rex they encounter is a fake Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's there and uh, ends up getting blown up. And you have Wolverine then, and that's where you had that whole deal with Wolverine kind of going and uh, having his healing factor. And he's like, what the heck are you? And, you know, you're going through that. Well, in the meantime, it's just a long, big battle where Wolverine's just taking the brunt of all these symbiotes. Now, in the meantime, you do find Even becoming out bonded with them yeah, at one yeah, point. Yeah, and that I actually thought we were getting the Wolverine, you know, symbiote deal, and I was like, oh my god, that's going to be so cool. But they kind of get rid of them. They go. They actually regroup. They go and go away, but that's where we find 
out about Nick Fury. It's not really Nick Fury that's, that's, there. That's one of those weird things too, where I was kind of hoping for a side bit because we had Wolverine in this. You know, you have the, you know, you have Venom who looks like Venom because of his, you know, like semi bonding with Spider Man. So we have all the Spider Man kind of caricatures going on. I was just kind of hoping that, like, you know, when the symbiote bonded with Wolverine, it would be like this weird thing that would continue, you know, have some like some kind have of like shape or look weird, of Wolverine like, and have shape, claws like ears and claws and, some, and yeah, stuff like that. Maybe, that maybe it just doesn't. Maybe these Grendel parts of the Venom are just totally different, and they only take that one form because yeah, it seems like yeah. just on the regular guys, they they adopt the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, and but at that one point they do retreat. They go to regroup, and we yeah, find that they got a sonic weapon. I yeah, think is yeah. what they keep. That's blasting. what that big yeah. thing is. Yeah, they blast him with the sonic weapon, and we find out that Nick Fury isn't really there. Uh, he is a life a model puppet. decoy, a LMD, and basically Wolverine's like, "That's my you know fancy way of saying coward." Starts yelling, but. The big issue is Wolverine knows what's going on because when he did kind of semi-bond with the symbiote, he saw all the things that S.H.I.E.L.D. had done, what Nick Fury had done, this program had done, yeah, where they just keep torturing Grendel and keep grabbing to figure things out from how him. figure hurt the symbiote just in case try things do him. go down. Yeah. yeah, so Wolverine is like done. He's like, this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm out of here. This is crazy. Uh, but – they end up with a bomb that 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 LMD is actually a bomb as well. It's all been a setup. It's like and a nuke too. It's yeah, like it's not a nuke. just a little bomb. Just it's like the a- end of Predator. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Predator. And so they, it just basically. And I like how bad. Turns but, out the twist of Predator is that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the Predator all along. That's true. And with that, actually, you, no. With my idea, it's Carl Weathers. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Uh, you have bad butt Wolverine, where Rex is like. We gotta run. We gotta run. And Wolverine's like, well, why run? Go ahead. <laughs> you're just gonna end up dead and tired. I'm just gonna stay here <laughs> and I'm just gonna die. And yeah, he's yelling at, at Nick Fury through this whole deal. And then the bomb goes off and you have this talking while this is going on where the other man, Logan, what happened to, there was no other man, understand? So, you know, Logan ended up getting blown up, but it's Logan. So you know what happens. And, uh, but, the symbiote supposedly saved Rex, and this is where you're like, okay, now we see what happened, what we were, you know, the last cliffhanger in Venom number five. I just wonder why Nick Fury's just like, okay, you survived, so we're going to make you fully in charge of finding the symbiote. And I'm like, really, like, this it, guy. It's such a weird idea, though, because we have these, you know, how many symbiotes, a bunch of symbiotes in right, a nuclear yeah. explosion where, you know, we have the the, the rest of the like team. They are too 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 far gone to the point where you can't really subtract like remove the symbiote from them because they've bonded to their bones. But I just don't understand how all these symbiotes survive that kind of heat yeah. in the blast zone. Yeah, and yeah. even that uh, the big moment was right before the now, bomb they're goes even off. Put on ice. Yeah, yeah, and, and when the bomb goes off, right before the one symbiote grabs Wolverine and says, "Not animals." <laughs> And then throws Wolverine. I guess he threw him so he far. Him out of the blast yeah, zone, he, I guess. Yeah. I guess. He had to have thrown him so far. Uh, but, yeah, it, it seems like he did chuck him out. And then the, you know, what Rex tries to explain up, says, yeah. you know, oh, he shielded me, saved me, must have, you know, liked me, whatever. And, no, that's not the case. He is the symbiote uh, doing that. That's how we get I just to where we are. How. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know either because, like you said – 
they they should be having a lot of problems with a nuke and all the rest of it. The, the loud noise of the explosion itself, the high heat. I'm like, these symbiotes don't stand a chance with this kind yeah, of like, you know, explosion. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it would be funny that at, by the end, you kind of realize that there wasn't as much of an explosion, like it was kind of a decoy, and Nick Fury realizes that Rex is lying, but no, you see burning skulls oh, yeah. and things like that. So yeah, and they look like they are definitely hurt, and uh, if, but if you, you also the see Rex. Too, where you're like, oh, this is from the original like symbiote, know himself, so they have a different kind of thing. That would make sense, but they actually took the time in the Venom book, yeah. book to show you why we have the weaknesses we do with Nolan, stuff yeah, like that, and, so it doesn't even work in that uh, caliber. Yeah, and with that, from this, you would, you know, you can have in your mind where Rex, the symbiote, I guess, went and gathered the other symbiotes because when we do start the Venom book, they have them. The government has them and are transferring them as well. They're being put on ice with the dragon itself. So that's how we start out the Venom book. And, uh, you know, that it explains all that. So I I actually really, really like this. I I had a lot of fun with it. And uh, yeah, it it is odd. Like you said, I wasn't really even thinking about the how they survived. I just to me, their symbiotes are going to survive somehow. But you're right. But I still went pretty high. I went nine out of 10 with this. And I really liked it. I I wish that Ryan Stegman was on art. I like the art. Me too. It's not as good as Ryan Stegman. If Ryan Stegman was on this, but it does have that gritty type of old school look yeah, like, like it is something from field. a vietnam deal yeah so i like that uh but what would you give it uh eric me i'm giving it a six out of ten well i did enjoy the art a lot of the story that we're dealing with besides for wolverine just felt like a recap of stuff we had already and even the recap itself doesn't make a lot of sense to me for how we get to what we have in the venom book itself so even though i enjoyed parts of it it just didn't feel like a complete story to me yeah i thought it went right into it that we saw how the government had them that's all i think that they were showing but yeah i i, I just don't I understand actually... how any of the, any of them survived that well maybe we'll find out Maybe I know this is a one shot, but we have a bunch of these web of venom deals. So maybe I'll yeah. ask Donnie Cates and then he'll throw it in your face. How about you, Brad? <laughs> yeah, I like this uh, uh, a lot. I liked I gave it an eight out of ten. I like the art. I think it gave it a good throwback feel like it was uh, telling a 60s type story. Um, I, I definitely had a few problems with uh, the way things were told, like Wolverine uh, doesn't meet symbiotes uh, officially until like, you know, 20 years later. I don't know if he goes through his mind wipe post this experience or what. Yeah, yeah um, but but it, it, it's I don't know, li- little few weird things that threw me out of the threw me out of it a little bit. But I liked it a lot. This was kind of just anything with Donnie Coates names on it. I get sucked into it and, and I end up enjoying it. And the Wolverine surprise really up my score uh, yeah. uh, a bit. So I'm going with an eight. All right, and we're going to move on to the next one. Brendan has the blurb. We got Edge of Spider Geddon number two, writer uh, Lonnie Nolazer and Zach Thompson. Uh, Gerard Way is credited for some reason. I think it's because he he created created the Spider character in uh, Spider-Verse. But he literally wrote one issue. Um, so, and it's, it's based off a concept of Spider-Man. So I don't really know what he created other than the design. Um, Gerard Way. Anyway, artist Alberto Albuquerque. Huh? I said you're throwing a lot of Gerard Way shade. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't know. It's weird that it's, he gets a creator credit for the, it's just based uh, on a story by Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, (laughs) other than that, Triana Farrell and VC's Corey Pettit is the letters. Uh, well, we're back for some more of the Spider-Geddon prequel issues. Uh, this one also reconnecting with the previous incarnation from Spider-Verse, Spider on Earth 145.12, while introducing uh, 
Van hashtag M into the mix. Can we just say Venom? <laughs> yes. Yes, we can. Uh, so while I can't say this is one of the extended Spider Family um, titles I was pumped about going back into, uh, let's see what we get anyway. Uh, and I actually thought Jim and Eric wouldn't enjoy this, but Jim already surprised me and spoiled it uh, a yeah. little bit, saying he did. So yeah, I thought I I'd have to like defend. I actually like Spider-Punk way better than this. I like yeah. this. I, the problem is, is by the time that you get the battle when Venom joins in, then it kind of loses its steam for me. But up until yeah. then, I really like the idea of this little girl the being Spider. The whole Venom spider. connection is unnecessary. Uh, yeah, I, I like her in school. People don't Eddie like Brock. her. She works the, uh, yeah. And, and even that where, and she has, you know, Uncle Ben and Aunt May there. Her father has died and she's there and they're working on the spider, you know, the suit there, and it's a mecha-type deal. I really like it. I had fun with it. Uh, a lot of these have been, even Spider-Punk just goes through these stories, and then out of nowhere, a portal opens. All right, come on, Spider-Ham comes out. Hey, let's go. All right. <laughs> it seems yeah. odd. But up until, odd. up until the point when, you know, you have the Venom uh, go and then kind of go wonky and it may dies or at least gets and consumed. I, I, just, I don't understand this whole Venom thing where we have May, who's a scientist, to try to help Addie Brock while this Venom suit, like Mecha suit, takes over both of them. While you have this whole background where it seems like, you know, like, you know, Ben Parker in the background is the one responsible and did it on purpose. Like, I don't know what the story is on top of all this mystery that you're throwing. So I, this isn't really doing anything for me. Well, again, it yeah. might, and, and I don't know if it, uh, from Spider-Verse, I didn't read the issue that she was in or they were in. So I yeah, don't have any yeah. background that this well, is her continuation. Dad used to be the, her dad used to be the spider. The yeah, pilot yeah. character. Yeah, and he died in like the opening pages of that issue and, and the rest of the story was her basically getting the mantle and, and doing a couple missions in that suit. But then we never revisited this world and then we jump into this one and it feels like it wants to tell a story that's going to continue. But based on how the last one ended and, and we never got anything more in. Yeah. I don't think it will. I mean, I guess you know the, the big so thing weird. that we're they trying to like set, set up. up a lot. I mean, we're setting up the idea that you have to know who she is, even if you didn't read before, because we're going to go on with this big battle with all the, you know, Spider-Punk, her, all the rest of them uh, by the end of this. And I guess you want to set up the stakes that Aunt May is dead, uh, but you don't really have to get that involved because it's not going to be in this world anyway. They they just leave yeah. there. And, uh, yeah, I and want it more. even when they leave, though, they don't take the Spider-Mech with them. It's just Petty Parker. Like, yeah, what it's is just her. Like? Well, That's we'll what see what I went they through do. the first issue uh, today after I um, right before I reread this one again, right. and that's what they make a big point of mentioning in the end of that first issue. Like, oh well, I got to go get my suit because I'm not going to be much help without it. And this and one, she just strolls right into the portal. Yeah. She just goes. <laughs> and, for, and on top of everything else, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of this issue. I for some reason, the one thing that was really just kicking me was. Tell me what's going on with that little red spider that she has that Ben Parker wants to pet and all this stuff. Like, it's just there. Please explain this little spider to me. That yeah. that was the spider that bit her that allows her to get into this mech suit. Like, you can't just be anyone that goes into this thing. It, it's, okay. Uh, it's yeah, kind of like see, that's a little, the thing. Uh, spider. What, what's I'll, the big monster fighting movie? Um, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim? It's kind of like that. You can't just jump into those things. you got to be like, you know, certain DNA In or whatever. tune and stuff, yeah. I, yeah. I actually, up until when you do have uh, Brock and, and Penny and, and they're there and you have that Venom versus Spider-Man type deal, uh, and she's kind of, I like her. I actually like her. I don't know 
you know, a lot about her, obviously, because this is the only issue, but you end up having a fight. It's very much set up like the Spider-Punk issue, where yeah. you're introduced very quickly to the character, you get some kind of side characters that are involved, and then you're going to get a big fight. And that's what happens now. The Venom part gets thrown in, and I think it was a little overplayed. I mean, really, we See, it's my- Venom. I don't like it either. What I think it, I hope they're not doing a whole Spider Geddon where it's like Spider Man versus different versions of that's Venom. That's what I'm saying. That's what it seems like that this Venom is going to continue uh, because it just, you know, you have this long drawn out fight to really spell out, uh, that Aunt May and, you know, uh, Brock, is it, what's her first name? Eric. Addie Brock gets consumed and taken over by the uh, Venom. And, and it, like you said, Uncle Uncle Ben, I don't know that he's trying to make this happen. It's just no. that he doesn't really have any way to stop it. Yeah, I, I, I think he basically wanted another version just in case, uh, you know, Patty ever gets in trouble or whatever. Uh, he doesn't want her to just always be on the hook to save everybody's tail. I think he wanted to get her some help, and it backfires because yeah, he's messing with stuff he doesn't they're know. They're fighting Morbus, uh, Morbius, and they want to get him. They don't want to kill him, you know, this big monster. Yeah. They wanted to experiment this on him as well, monster. and that's the problem is I don't think that they wanted uh, – you know, they didn't test – the Venom deal enough, and then when it went out, it obviously just consumed and took over, you know, her brain, and ended up, you know, they couldn't stop it then. They lost comms, you know, she wasn't responding and things like that, and then even at the point he looks very upset, and you do have the idea where you have the spider suit, it loses power for a minute, so that that allows the Venom suit to kind of take, so it is very forced. I just like her. I like Penny, so going out of this, I want to see more of her and we will in spider geddon so that was basically why i liked it i liked her as a character yeah yeah and i but i liked her as a character even if maybe she won't have a suit maybe this time she'll just be a tech person and try to figure out stuff but yeah and there's even wonkiness like at one point where you do have penny fighting the venom suit and it looks like they're out in the the cityscape and then all of a sudden they're in a hallway it seemed i was like i don't know what's going on here but uh yeah i I like liked it enough just for her, but there's not really not that much more to talk about because at the end, yeah. Spider-Ham comes out, grabs her, says, you got to come. Obviously, this is where if you have just jumped into this like me and Eric, though we know Spider-Verse happened, it seems very quick when these things happen. I mean, if you haven't read any of the other things and just read this, you'd be like, why is she going with this, you know, pig version <laughs> yeah. of Spider-Man with no <laughs> questions asked? And her I uncle, Uncle Ben from just the stands there. just spider getting that, you know, these whole thing, like we talked about the web warriors and stuff like that, yeah. that they did know each other when they were opening these portals and grabbing them. Yeah, I, I, uh, not even grabbing him, just coming out and saying, come on, we gotta go. Yeah. All right. She says she wasn't gonna go, but even Uncle Ben knows, no, go, duty calls. And they go off, but like you said, she doesn't go off with the suit, so we'll see how no. that goes. Maybe Uncle Ben will have after. to go in and get involved, but <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Portal. Yeah, what did yeah. you give it, Brandon? Uh, I actually liked it enough. I'm going to give it a seven, a flat seven. The art was uh, not great, but nothing, you know, that made me angry or anything like that. Uh, kind of the scale of some of the robots I would have liked to have a better idea of, really. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, you know, the colors may be a little brighter, but the story I enjoyed, I, I enjoy that character when she pops up. And, yeah, I like You her. know, I've got a couple tastes of her. I, I wasn't trying to throw Gerard Way's. 
uh, any shade. I just thought it was weird. Like, you don't see Spider-Punk created by so-and-so last yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, Marv Wolfman gets, like, creator credit for Nightwing. It's Dick Grayson in a different costume. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wonder, okay. though, <laughs> he maybe this was a story he had before, and they're continuing on with a bit of the story. Because it does say, it doesn't say story based on a character of Gerard Way. It says based on a story by Gerard Way. So maybe they went yeah. to him and said, hey, we're doing this. He's like, listen, I'm still desperately trying to get out that number 12 issue of Doom Patrol, so I don't have time <laughs> to write a script, but this is what I'd do. There'd be Venom and and Penny, and they'll fight. There you go. There's the deal. Because then at the bottom, you do have Spider-Man created by St- Stan Lee and Steve Ditko at the bottom yeah, of the credits. It's just so, weird. I thought so it was I think weird. That maybe, it caught me off guard, I guess. I think that maybe he came up with the basis of what the story would be, and, and they wrote the script based on that, possibly. Because when this was announced, they I actually saw them. They were pushing Gerard Way's name, and maybe that's it. Maybe they just want to kind of get that hype, the uh, you know yeah, his totally. hype going. But we'll see. What would you give it, Eric? I'd give this issue a 5 out of 10. I wasn't a huge fan of the art and where I thought these whole Edge of Spider getting stories could be fun, being little one-shots to get us to our main deal. This, you know, it's just the same thing now. It just tells me that they're not going to have enough time to really explore these worlds to let me know what's going on. And they're just going to set up these weird mysteries that we're just going to leave, and it doesn't feel fleshed out to me at all. And I just, you know, I felt like I read this for nothing just to know that Penny Parker is going to go and do some stuff later on. The rest of it just felt... Like, not worth anything to me. That's why I'm giving it a 7.5, because I think that's all they're for. I don't think they ever had... I read a bunch of the Spider-Verse, same thing. You, you don't get any big thing about their world. You're more setting up who they are before they go off to fight the main battle. And yeah, that's how these are all going to continue. We're not going to have full-out, fleshed-out worlds. I, I just felt that the Spider-Punk one just worked a little bit better than having this whole eh, Addy Brock thing know, and really, in just that, disappearing you, in tendrils. I, you just had him running around and, and fighting bugs that were Beach Boy Beatles through almost Kang the whole the thing. Conglomerate. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really that much actually, going on in that either. I'm mildly so. excited for the next one because I have no idea what it's about. Like the first two were off like existing things from Spider-Verse. And this one, right. is it's, it looks yeah, like a new. little spider dude on some bigger spider dude's shoulders. Like, yeah, it I, even I don't looks know what like, about, uh, the, the looks guy fun. on the shoulders, the guy almost looks like he'd be the Iron Fist version of Spider-Man. Is what yeah. he looks like to me with that that Spider-Man, uh, you okay. know, the bandana around. Yeah, and he's got two about. fists. He's ready to punch. But we're going to yeah. go to our Who's last the guy book. On his shoulders, though, then? I don't know. He's some kid. <laughs> it's Master yeah. Blaster. Yeah, it's some kid. There we go. We're, we have one last issue left, and that is an issue that Eric really liked the first one. I have lost my notes. I'm I did. trying to uh, delay here. Here we go. Extermination number two. Written by Ed Brisson. Art by Pepe Alores. Extermination has become Pepe. a tale of two stories for me. I love every time that Young Cable shows up and get bored when Ahab is even mentioned. I am still on board here, but I still like this issue a little less than the last, as we don't progress the story a whole lot. And I hope it doesn't become the one mutant captured per issue type of story. Uh, yeah, when when we get Cable at any point, Young Cable... He almost got to this issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah young Cable, though, I love. I, I really like it. I, I'm not even going with the full what the mystery is and not getting that. I just like his character, and well, I even like with the... That. I'm just saying, even with that, I felt like we got a little bit of more like explain with this because, you know, we grabbed Bobby Drake last issue. This time we grabbed Warring Worthington the third. 
And when they start, you know, it seems like he's extracting those ridiculous new wings. And I think he's just trying to put things back to normal so he can send them back in time the way they're supposed to be. And, though, but at the beginning, he actually grabs Mimic uh, at while shopping at the grocery store. So I don't know and what's I'm, going I'm on with him. He's, he might, I'm saying that makes sense to me, too, because Mimic a lot of times looked like, like you know, Angel. Uh, he looked Angel. like Angel, so yeah. He might, he might have the wings grow, uh, take his wings and he put may. them on Warren. He may put those on there. He may fuse them on. At one point, I thought that actually he was going to try to do some switcheroo. Uh, like, yeah, I actually uh, forgot put about Mimic. Here yeah. and get yeah, there. I, my guess was he was going to uh, help him in the future. Like, he's somebody that helps Cable sometime we'll down see. the line. The, so the weird thing is, out. though, he gets him. And says your services are required, and then we don't see him again, as far as we know. I mean, it's right, it's right. mimic, but yeah, it, it's a weird deal. But you also get the idea of uh, Scott Cyclops. He just doesn't know what's good for him. This guy, you, he's you know just what I mean? Being pouty, Scott. He's, he's so Scott. pouty. He is classic Scott, but he's also classic yeah. Scott that's going to end up ruining it for everyone because they yep, end up and they have Scott a pretty does. cool. They have a pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but this is one that's supposed to have learned some things uh, from coming and seeing his future self be awful. Uh, but <laughs> y- you have them there at the uh, Xavier Institute, and you get a lot of right. uh, you get a lot of mutants there, and also mutants are having a lot of problems. You have Ava going around. You don't let guys out there throwing baseball outside get everybody inside I, i'm telling you quarantine <laughs> the mutants get them inside you don't know exactly what's going on yet but scott does blame himself he blames himself for ahab and says you know blood strike it's bloodstorm ended up dying because of him ahab was not going after her he's going after me oh my goodness i feel so bad gene's trying to you know calm him down and saying no no it's not your fault you know this is a bad guy whatever then you go into the institute and you get a lot of cool mutants there you cameos, see them all yeah, yeah. even uh it's so funny because they're all even just the standing they there saved last yeah, issue yeah and they're they're there and you know they're they're just sitting there and they're, it looks like they're ready for the big speech and stuff like that and then a Shatterstar just comes in yelling, tell me it's not true. He's yelling. I'm like, really? They're, they're all gathered here, Shatterstar. Wait just your stop turn it. for your mini Call your Jets, buddy. Yeah. Tim Seeley's going to be writing your book soon. That's the only reason I think he's here and why they mention him by name. Oh, I'm afraid so, Shatterstar. Does Gob not look like Grimace in that? Oh, yeah, he looks page? crazy like, he there. He just looks yeah. like a monster. Yeah, so you get Kitty has a plan. Kitty says that the plan would be, hey, everybody, we're going to get all the remaining young mutants. We're going to separate them, and we're all going to guard them. There's Scott. Nobody's babysitting me. He gets all – he ends up – because of him walking out upset, and that's why Angel gets taken and, and Beast yeah. almost does, because Scott just runs out. You stupid idiot. But yeah, at this one point – One point of continuity, though, I really enjoyed, though, because the, the whole thing where we have all these mutants in one place deciding what's going to happen because you know Bo- young Bobby was taken – we had this part where, you know, Kerr and Bobby's like, you know, he's got to be alive because we had thing yeah. before where, uh, you know, when young Cyclops died for like a minute, the older Cyclops felt and started like, you know, fading away and stuff oh. like that. And I like how Beast is actually saying, look, yeah, things have become so crazy now since they've been in the present time. The paradoxes, the, the split timelines, that might not be the case anymore. And I like that little bit yeah. thrown out like that. We got yeah. Cyclops sure. dating vampires last issue for yeah. Christ. Yeah, and he, he <laughs> says, he says that, you know, the, these timelines, we might be in a 17 different alternate timeline nonsense here. I there really is, like that bit. There is that weird deal, too, where that uh, young girl that they grabbed, uh, that mutant, goes up to right. Old Man for Logan friends. and says, yeah, yeah. your hand is hurt. Shh. It's so yeah, weird. Because he's got... 
Yeah, yeah, no, he's got three bone claws, three metal claws, old man Logan yeah, right now. Yeah, so yeah. that's what she's getting I, at there. I just didn't know if it had something to do with the fact that he becomes a hound at the end of it. Well, that, I yeah, just, no. it's, it's, it was a pretty cool little deal where she goes over and he's like, shh. Like, uh, your, your hand is hurt for some reason. I'm like, does that mean his healing factor's not working? Yeah, he's well, all, yeah no, nothing's working for him right yeah, now. He's yeah. only let a couple okay. people know. Uh, yeah. He doesn't, okay, that makes he doesn't sense have the rest of the, the X-Men knowing right now because they, he doesn't want to be chained down and yeah, not he let thinks out. That and he's, blah, blah, yeah, blah. he'll be done if he doesn't have that, and that's the big thing with him. But yeah, uh, Kitty says, let's get teams. We'll set up teams to guard. You know, the, the original X-Men there, the young X-Men, and Scott gets mad and runs out. And he's like, I don't need you a babysitter. Fight, Scott. Uh, yeah. You don't have to just yeah. be babysat. I mean, if they do get attacked, he'll Classic be Cyclops. there with them. I mean, if, yeah, and if anything. I can't lead, I'm out. If, if it was if it was any of the others, I'd be, this is I'd why be more mad. hated you back yeah. in the day. I'd be more you know? mad if I was one of the guys who had to watch him. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I I'd be more upset of being the babysitter than the babysat. But yeah, especially right. with what's going on, and basically what Kitty is saying isn't just you guys can't fight. She's just doing a numbers game. We'll separate you guys so that they can't just get you in one shot. Yeah, so what Scott does one. is run out, which makes everyone run after him, <laughs> and they're all out there. There you go. You went completely against the whole plan, and all of a sudden they you get shot. Immediately, Beast gets hit. With a tranquilizer yeah, yeah, trank. and he young, sees young what's going on. <laughs> the, the big thing about this is they're all upset because Cable's dead. They have no idea. Yeah. We know that young Cable's doing all this. They have no idea, and they do see what's going on then. And I think young Cable looks great. Uh, yeah, what little you cool. see throughout yeah, really looks cool. really good. And they realize what's happening. Scott goes all ballistic, tries to get him, but he ends up. You know, going his after eyes Gene, are knocked Gene off, yeah. and, and then Gene starts to try to fight young Cable, and he just gets out of there with Angel. He grabs Angel and gets out of there. Now, in the meantime, they were talking about Ahab in that meeting as well, and going forward, where they do think that he, Ahab, you know, killed, he, they thought that Ahab killed Cable because of the right. time travel deal. And that was a kind of a neat thing that was because not really. Because Ahab is a time traveler. Yeah. He went and yeah, killed he Cable so nobody could follow him. But yeah, that wasn't so the now case. this That's opens up think. the, this opens up the mystery even more for them of what's going on because yeah, Angel's gone. So that's the second, uh, and yeah, Beast talking to Beast when he wakes up and things like that. But they're trying to figure out what's going on. And this is where Beast says, the older Beast says, you know, whatever Cable's doing, he's desperate. He knows better than to just show up at the mansion, yeah. you know, just Even going nuts. Cable, yeah. yeah, yeah, he says yeah. he's too smart for this. This means he's desperate. Whatever he's doing, he wants to get it done, and he's got to get it done quickly, and it's of extreme importance to him. And that's where you go off to see him, where he is cutting off Angel's <laughs> wings. And I'm like, oh my god! It, it's, I, I, I love it too because I hate these stupid wings. I've done oh, yeah. I missed it. Like I knew that the young X Men came to the present somewhere in the middle there. I did not know that Angel had his wings replaced by these stupid things that yeah. aren't even the Archangel wings, but. I'm just so happy. And like when I saw them cutting this up, I'm like, all right. It was the black we're, we're, vortex, Eric, yeah. that did it. Yeah. The, black the, black, the black vortex. But either way, I'm just saying we're getting rid of them now. We're going to set things straight so Cable can just send these yeah. kids back and fix the timeline. I, I think that Cable is trying to save you know, them from an awful future, obviously. We saw that when he was walking Because through. whatever Cable was doing before with these kids being here and not sending them back, like – 
You, you done messed up, guy. You, the future's worse than ever. We got to get rid of this. I like seeing Angel get his wings cut off. It, it's so neat. I'm, I'm joking, but it, it's horrific uh, it's, to me. It's a, but it's actually a cool thing. It reminds me back when I was collecting on Kenny X-Men because back in like the 300s and stuff like that, when Angel's wings started deteriorating, the metal ones, and he actually had to go and have him like an old, uh, a, a herald of apocalypse actually made his old wings grow back. And that's why we have the current you know, Angel now with the regular wings. And it just this reminds me of that kind of same thing yeah. from when I was younger. So I really like this little bit here. Yeah, and leading into this before, you did have when they were gathered, Rachel even stood up and said, listen, uh, I should have known this was happening. And this is when they think that Ahab's the only guy. They think Ahab's the one who's doing all this. And she says, I should have known. You know, my hound marks were going back and all this. I, I should have been more hey, prepared. Known, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> that just and doesn't happen. Give someone so a warning. So ab- after all this. And, Instead of having a face tattoo, you might want yeah. to talk about it. And basically then the ending is just now a Unless fight where Ahab Vegas shows up. Don't. And I'm telling you, after this, I could care less about this book. I just like book. to imagine, there's like, there's old Mike Tyson stuff, and one morning he wakes up with that face to, Ahab's back. He's back. <laughs> Man, but the, we end with a fight. Ahab I shows up. I guess I up. don't understand how Ahab's powers work, because why is Wolverine now one of his, you know, dogs, know. quote unquote, and nobody no idea. else around is? Yeah, I have, I no, I have no idea. And when it does end up... He busts in, he starts talking his nonsense, he ends up throwing Rachel, and the big thing is that he, you know, pretty much throws Shade and her under the bus by saying, you know, you you have these guys all fooled, you used to kill mutants like it was nobody's business, you'd lick up the blood and beg for more, don't even do this charade here, Uh, But and throws her, and then as this goes on, then you get the reveal then at the end that it looks like old old man Logan is a a hound, I'm like, I don't understand what's going on and i i just don't cool like ahab at all i hate ahab i don't even like the cliffhanger because it's just i don't understand i don't understand how this is going plus looks like three you know pretty much adamantium claws on each thing where i i don't know it, it just doesn't seem right to me and it just is thrown out there as a cliffhanger for no reason and i don't like anything with ahab i really don't but uh what would you give it Eric? I would give this issue an 8 out of 10. I had a great time reading it, and especially when you know we saw the take Angel and cutting that off. I'm like, it really started putting the pieces of the puzzle together for me, which I do appreciate. The whole thing with Mimic showing up, too, and taking him on, I thought that was – even though I forgot it for the beginning of this review, I thought that was really cool when I read it, and I really liked the uh, the art in this issue. This whole thing, just all the mutants getting together, where in my mind, we were fixing everything and trying to make a continuity that makes sense again. It gets me excited, and I think they're doing it in a very good way over at Marvel. Yeah, I'm giving it a seven, and I really am starting to lose interest in this. And really, I don't even know if what we think is going on with Cable is what is going on. And then you have Ahab involved, which seems to be something important, but I have no idea what he's doing. And uh, yeah, I I really am starting to lose interest in this. Uh, What would you give it, Brandon? I'm going to go 7-5. I actually really enjoyed this a little more than I thought I would coming into it again. You know, two issues that's kind of done that to me in a row. Um, I dug the part with Angel. You know, the, the, the beginning was a little talky and hard for me to get through, so that's why I didn't go a little higher. But the art's fun to look at. You know, it, the, I don't have problem with transitions or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm digging Young Cable and the story that's coming along with him. I could do without Ahab. Uh, I don't really understand his powers very well. It must be mind control, but uh, you know, I don't. Really, obviously, you pick Wolverine for a reason. But um, right. <clears throat> I don't know. That that's what I'm piecing together from all that. So I'm going to go seven five. But I, I'm having a good time with it. And like Eric, you know, if, if this is all an attempt to fix X-Men continuity and just move forward from this and get these young kids out of here, I'm still having a good time with it. 
Uh, so, so I'm going to go with that. We'll, we'll see because then the X-Men books start up, you know, what is it, around November or so? They're going to have a bunch yeah, of new X-Men books and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, so we'll see what this does and how it uh, changes everything. But that's it. That's the podcast. Uh, what is your book of the week, Brandon? I'm going to go with uh, Venom V-Nom or whatever the heck it's called, whatever Web we Venom. decided on. Web, Web of Venom, Venom number Venom. one. Uh, you know, this, this uh, side story – uh, with Wolverine really caught my attention and, and surprise of the week for me, so I'm going with that. I am going with Web of Venom, Venom number one as well, with X-23 number three thrown in there as well. A double shot from me for Book of the Week. Eric, what is yours? My Book of the Week is Extinction number two. I'm sorry, Extermination number two. I don't know why I said Extinction. Yes, <laughs> Extermination number two. I uh, know my favorite thing Here's what we're going to be doing next <laughs> week. We have a bunch of books. We have Guardians of the Galaxy number one. We have Avengers number seven, Captain America number three, Deadpool number four, the Immortal Hulk number five, and then me and Brandon will be talking about Cosmic Ghost Rider number three and Death yep. of the Inhumans number three. So we have a bunch next week, but that's about it. And for hopefully tonight. that Deadpool thing where the, only the like the even the number evens. ones are the good ones. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. That continues with this. We shall see. What do we say at the end? That's all we got for this episode of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Until next time, make mine fresh start. Oh, no, there he goes. 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 Oh, no, there he goes.